It's a Married with Channels podcast, a podcast with a married couple. We're married to each other. Talking about TV shows, sometimes movies, sometimes both. I'm Moose. And I'm Jody. We are uh, here for your listening pleasure. <laughs> this week we're attacking one show and that's it. Yep. It's the return of The Righteous Gemstones. Yes. HBO Max show starring Danny McBride. You got John Goodman in there. Adam Devine? Mm-hmm. I always want to say Levine, like the Maroon 5 nope. asshole. I know, right? But uh, Devine. Divine. 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 Austin <laughs> Pepper Incorporated. Yeah. Um, second season started. I think the first two episodes are out. We've watched the first episode. Mm-hmm. And we have clips coming up. Sweet. But I forgot how funny the show was. Right. I forgot how snappy it is. Yes. It's not a subtle show. Everything is kind of exaggerated. Yep. But um, I kind of like that. It's kind of fun. and Yeah. Yeah. No, it is what it is. Yeah. It's, I'm not looking for any like deep character dive here. Yeah. But I think you kind of get that a little bit. You do a little bit. There's, there's starting to be more to these characters. Yeah. Than what we kind of saw in the first season, I think. Yeah, like we, uh, the first season, I think the most we got was, uh, you know, their their mother, Eli, John Goodman's characters, mm-hmm. uh, the wife, the mm-hmm. matriarch, she's, you know, gone, mm-hmm. passed away. And they touch on that a little bit, a couple flashbacks. Um, But this season looks like we're getting into kind of Eli's past a little bit. And maybe like, maybe, and and not to get too thinky with it, but, you know, in their own way, there seems like they're touching on themes of, you know, fatherhood, masculinity, uh, succession, not the TV show, but, you know, like, you know, who's do what. Family business, legacy kind of stuff. Legacy, yeah. So they're 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 getting into some character stuff. Sure. Some themes. Yep. But uh I thought this first episode was great. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good too. I too forgot how funny it was. Like yeah. you said it was back and I was like, oh, okay. It wasn't yeah. like, yes. But now like I realized like, yeah, it's really funny and I like it. So yeah. I look forward to it. No, and it's uh I tell you, the uh, diamond in the rough is, uh, I don't know the actress's name, forgive me, but her character's name is Judy. She's the daughter. That's Edie Patterson. Edie Patterson. She is so great. Yes. Like, she was so great in Vice Principals, mm. um, another Danny McBride uh, show, which I think was also on HBO, but she was so good in that. She's great in this, and I'm wondering if we're going to see Walton Goggins come back. I imagine he'll make an appearance, right? He was hmm. such a part of last season. Yeah. How do you remember where that character left off? Um, I don't recall either. He was the uncle, right? He was Amy Lee's brother. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Well, we'll see. But we get into a little backstory of Eli. Basically, he was, you know, young guy. He was a young thug who uh, did some pro wrestling. And, you know, he was paid to go crack some skulls once in a while. And break thumbs break Ugh. thumbs yeah gross which uh spoiler alert comes back later in the episode <laughs> but well, uh, once was enough <laughs> to see that but yeah yeah uh eric roberts makes an appearance in this episode yeah and i'm glad you brought him up yeah. because anytime i've seen eric roberts in anything over the last 20 years yeah he's just so bad 
so chewing up scenery and so horrible. Hmm. I was surprised on this episode. Like he's actually really good. He is very good in this. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not like, I, I don't know what happened. Maybe he got a couple more acting lessons. Maybe age is kind of, but he's just so hmm. like chewing up the scenery. Or maybe this is just the right role for him. Maybe it is. Also, yeah. you know, the more people practice their craft, the better they get at it. So maybe you just, haven't seen a lot of all of his work, you know, other than major films. And yeah. maybe just with practice, he just keeps getting better and better. But I thought this was a good performance from him, too. That really kind of stood out for me. Like, oh, this is really good. He's good at this character. It was. Yeah. And on that note, maybe we'll just play the clip of uh, he, he plays Junior, the guy who was kind of his uh, maybe kind of he was the son of the guy who hired Eli when he was a kid. Well, kid young man mm-hmm. to go kick ass mm-hmm. and he was kind of like a mouthy dude but kind of his hype man maybe a hype bit. man yeah, yeah maybe he's like a wild card kind of because when they were yeah he was kind of crazy wasn't he yeah when they're cracking the yeah. when the one guy busted into his house yeah he, he got all kind of nutty nut, yeah he was kind of his uh guy who ramps him up sidekick during his yeah crime sprees so when he comes, he comes back into Eli's life all of like 50 years later, mm-hmm. you know, just wanting to reconnect and, and they're at a restaurant, him and Eli. And, uh, it's an interesting moment where this couple, and this is like an Applebee's type place. Mm-hmm. This couple is like going at it, like on yeah. the counter yeah. in front of Which, everybody. Have you ever seen that in a restaurant? Not, I've never seen that in a restaurant. Not that bad. I've seen a couple in a booth kind of like making out a little bit. Yeah. But not like. But in he, a bar this, I, or a nightclub. Yeah. But it, like you've seen that in a restaurant. I, I think I've seen it in really? a restaurant in like a booth. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been to a restaurant where that has occurred ever. I don't know what kind of places you're going to. Nor should you. <laughs> right? I mean, that's not normal. No one wants PDA while they're eating their, you know, yeah. hamburger. <laughs> but anyway, so there, this that's going on. And Eli, you know, tries to be the civil, righteous dude in addressing it to the couple. Eli, check it out over your right shoulder. Damn. Look at that piece of tail he's He's gonna go bone deep on her right here in the sticky Stevens eye. Hey, y'all wanna tone down the romance? We we got kids sitting right here. Are you talking to me? Well, just maybe show your affection in a more appropriate manner. How about you suck my dick, Gramps? Randall! Hey, I do whatever the fuck I want, right? Randall. Eat your noodles. Fucking go back to the movie cocoon, all right? Bye. Not trying to offend, just looking out for the young ones. Fucking guy is lucky he's still got teeth. Just ignore him. I'm gonna get the mahi. <laughs> so he tries to take the high road in addressing that situation as as a, maybe a godly man would, theoretically. Well, especially one out in public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, you know he, he he even when the guy's an asshole back to him, he's like, whatever. You know, I, yeah. I made my point. Um. Yeah, how does nobody else in the restaurant go get the manager, or like call the waiter over? You know, it's like, I mean, these people were just fl- like, it was almost like 10 minutes for, away from insertion right there in the middle of the uh, restaurant. They seem to be sitting in the section where no staff exists 
at all. Yeah. Like there was no bartender there at the bar that she's sitting at. And mm. there was no one waiting tables or bringing food. Like they must be just like in the empty wing of the restaurant. I don't know. Yeah. No. And it's also, you know, it's an, ex- it's an example of how this show is essentially kind of, uh, you know, it's hype, hyper reality. Sure. Like, I don't think anybody would really do that in the restaurant. Well, if they do, they're getting arrested. Yeah, they wouldn't, <laughs> that wouldn't be going on that long. No. But uh, that comes back later in the episode. They, uh, the Eric Roberts character, Junior, kind of says something to the big guy as he says goodbye to the girl who he was making out with. And that instigates something. The big guy punches out or punches Eric Rob Jr. And then, uh, you know, Eli gets punched and he instantly snaps back into uh, his old days. The, mani- what, the maniac man? What? Something like that. Some, yeah. And Junior's there hype, hype yelling. Yeah. You know, like he's like, you just, yeah. oh, there's a maniac man. Yeah, he's, he's back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he ends up breaking the big guy's thumbs. So, yeah, he's like, finish him. So I wonder if this character, Junior, is kind of like, it's almost like, and I can't think of the biblical character who's like, Maybe it's, he's supposed to represent the devil, you know, like testing Eli's faith because, you know, he shouldn't have done that. Yeah. He shouldn't have confronted and or beat up that big dude. Sure. But he was, it's like the path is now open because of Junior for him to go down a bad road. Bad road. I think that it's more along the lines of that's his history and this person has kind of come crawling back, reverting him back. To that kind of maybe time and place and those behaviors, you know. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah. But it's more. Well, maybe and, he's like the the devil angel on the one shoulder and, you know. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. I think it's like an allegory for like, yeah. you know, this, I don't want to say demon, but, you know, yeah. is going to test his faith. Yep. You know, test his limits as far as how measured and godly he can be i wanted to ask you this when when he was talking about his father was he like yeah when junior was talking about his father and how he just up and disappeared skipped town on him was eli showing guilt like eli had something to do with his dad's death i feel like i didn't catch that yeah Um, i don't know if that was the case okay maybe i'm reading too much into that scene but i could have i could have sworn i picked up on Maybe some guilt and, you know, he was kind of feeling hmm. pretty uncomfortable about it. And I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe he feels guilt because, you know, he didn't help uh, raise that boat, you know, hmm. the boat being Junior. I don't know. Because Junior's talking about how, you know, nothing much has really happened for him and dad <laughs> ran away. And, oh, yeah, there's rumors that I killed dad, but yeah. they're not true. And that was kind of like out of the blue. But Well, that's true. And he is the more psychotic of the two. Yeah. So so maybe Eli, you know, in yeah. his, in his uh, he's seen his, uh, maybe he's kind of on the cusp of his more, not morbidity. What uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Mortality. Mortality. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of, you know looking back on the years and maybe he feels a little guilty hmm. because this junior guy, when he shows up, mm-hmm. you're thinking he always oh, looking for money yep, or a job or a handout. Yep. He and wants something the, from him. Yeah. And when yeah. they're on the pier, he says essentially, no, I just wanted to see you. And I, you know, and that's kind of a vague, 
motivation. Sure. So he could be looking for some handout, but. I wonder if Eli is kind of afraid of him because he's psychotic. <laughs> I don't think so. No. I don't think so. I think he's afraid of maybe what he represents, oh. which is a life that he probably yep. doesn't want to go back to. And parts of him that, you know, he brings out the worst parts in him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, like it's it's a cancerous relationship mm -hmm. where, you know, you know, that guy represents a period in his life when he was cracking thumbs and yeah. putting on ski masks to go, you know, twist arms for money for some people. Sure. Threatening families and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. But uh, it'll be interesting to see where the junior character goes. Again, Erica yeah. Roberts doing great. Yeah. I mean, I'm really surprised. Yeah. The uh, brother of Julia is knocking it out. <laughs> but he looks old, doesn't he? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, none of us are really getting no. any younger. How old is he? Let's see. Well, he's got to be close to John Goodman, who I think we found out is 69. That is correct. Or maybe Eric Roberts just smoked one too many Paul Malls. Jody's looking it up on her phone. He is 65. Okay, so batting in the same league. Mm. But, um, yeah, so Righteous Gemstones, Season 2, Episode 1. Um, getting back to Judy, this is uh, this is the scene where, uh, when they're, they, after every church service, they go and get lunch at this place. Yes. And, uh. They just, it's funny, the dynamics between yes. the kids. Yes. It's um, like they're reverted back to like. 10 years, yeah. 12 years old. Yeah. They're fighting like little children again. Yeah. So here's Judy. Uh, can't think of Danny McBride's character, but uh, you know, the siblings getting into it. I don't got time for kids because I'm trying to keep this fresh physique fine. I'm not trying to be all loose and stretched out like Amber's played out pastrami. Hey, do not talk about my wife with John at church lunch. Do you hear me? It's okay, baby. She's just jealous oh, because her wedding wasn't even real. <gasps> that was cold. Not letting daddy walk you down the aisle? There was not an aisle, dummy. I don't know how many fucking times I need to say that. It was just like an area by rides. Okay, daddy knows. Disney World was a thing. It was BJ's dream wedding destination. So we did it Nike style, dog. We just did it, okay? That's how we roll. We're seat of our pants. We're fun kids. We're whim babies, so. Whim babies. Well, no disrespect, Daddy. Oh, Daddy. I just want to know who officiated the wedding. Was it Donald or was it Goofy? Oh, ooh, slice. That was a good one. <laughs> it was Prince Eric, for your information. Oh, thank you. Prince Eric, who the fuck is that? The boy from Little Mermaid. The hottest guy in the entire Disney catalog. It's Ariel's boyfriend, you fucking bitches. Oh, oh Lord. Y'all went down to Disney World, didn't invite any family to come to your wedding, and you didn't even get a legacy character to marry What you. legacy character are we supposed to go for that's better than Prince Eric? Oh, I don't know. How about Mickey Mouse? Man, fuck Mickey. Enough! Man, fuck Mickey. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you're going to get walked down the aisle by a Disney character? You don't go with Eric. From Little Mermaid. Uh, first of all, I, I wouldn't be getting married like that anyway. Right, no right. themes for me. Sorry. Is it? Is it? So again, I like the show. Yeah. It's funny. But do you get a little tired of the Danny McBride shtick? No. No? I don't. Okay. No. It's like he's a very much a one trick pony. It's just it's like real braggadocious. You know, I'm going to fuck who I'm going to fucking do what I want to do. I'm a badass and you better suck it, you know, type of character. <laughs> Whether it's this or uh, Eastbound and Down. Sure. 
uh, vice principals. Vice principals yeah. I think he was like that. Yeah. Shit, even that uh, Land of the Lost movie he did with Will Ferrell, I think he was pretty much that. Here's the thing, though. When you're the writer, you can write the part for yourself. So yeah. he's kind of probably just doing his thing, you no, know? Don't get me wrong. He does that very well. Sure. Um, but I wonder if he ever has, has heard from any of his people or anybody, friends, like, yeah, let's try something a little different. You know something what? Something a little th- toned down. You know why I think it works and I'm not tired of it is because it's not oversaturated. It's not, you know, he's not cranking out something that I watch, you know, every, every six months. months. Yeah. So for me, it happens kind of with enough infrequency okay. <laughs> that I'm okay with it. Yeah. One thing I did want to point out is Kelvin. Yes, Kelvin. What's yeah. going on with him and the God Squad? When that, <laughs> yeah. when they were at lunch and the God Squad of the Muscle Dudes yes. comes out and starts posing, flexing, I thought, oh, is this like a rival church? That's what I thought too. It's, it was like, like, a, it's yeah. like a fitness guru slash televangelist <laughs> church. Yep. But no, it's it's Kelvin's little God Army. Yeah. Yeah. And the other guy, and I can't remember his name. Chief. Keith. Yeah. It's like K-E-E-F-E. Yeah. Keith. Is that his boyfriend or his student? I don't or? know. I don't know what the relationship I is I think there. they're just like he, I think Keith wants to be his bestie. And I think Kelvin just kind of like makes him his minion, yeah. you know? But yeah. um, I think that, I think the army is maybe a bunch of those people that Keith turned from the satanic cult. You know, um, maybe or yeah, people or people from like prison reform system or something like that. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I but, don't know. But yeah, I can't quite figure out that dynamic either. Like what is yeah, going I, on here? I feel bad bringing that up because, yeah. you know, we shouldn't want to peg people into certain categories. But yeah, and maybe that's the whole point is they don't want you to think one way or the other. It's just it is what it is. But. I just thought that was interesting and that didn't go the way I thought it was. I'm also interested to see how this hotel deal falls through. I think it's going to fail gloriously with this other couple. I think (laughs) the couples, their last name is the lessons. Yeah. L E S S O N there. There's that's not going to go the way he thinks it's going to go. Right. Either it's a massive scam or some sort of, way for them the lessons to offset some sort of a tax thing and lay it on yeah. you know the gemstones something that something something isn't right there yep i and think that uh jesse and amber are going to be broke and have to come crawling back to absolutely daddy gemstone yeah you know? there's going to have to be like an yeah. icarus moment here yeah where he flies too close to the sun and his wings wax sure. wings melt sure sure for sure. But uh, anything else? No, it's just a good, funny show. I like it. It's, yeah. it's uh, it, the production is kind of interesting. Like when they go oh, to meet that other power couple, there's like this whole production of song and dance. And yeah. I don't know. It's just kind of, oh, wow, over yeah. the top. <laughs> so. No, maybe the second season. You know, they were like, they got a nice bigger checkbook to play. With. Maybe so. I don't know. Or they uh, got real creative, but yeah. Yeah. It was almost like, geez, that's kind of uh, 
pricey yeah. entertainment right there. Well, you want to do the Lord's bidding, you want to do it on TV, well, you got to do it with style. Also, it's just kind of indicative of like, you know, there's that one scene where the money is just pouring in and yeah, they're yeah. counting it, you know, and so it just kind of shows that life, like, oh, they got money to burn. They can have these high value production things going on. Totally. Yeah. And totally. these I mean, mega they, churches and yeah, and, they, yeah. And, the, and the gemstones themselves live on. I'm guessing fifty, hundred acres. Yeah, Christ, there's literally a uh, the, uh, theme park. Something, there. yeah, yeah, and they each live in their own mansion. So yeah, they're doing just fine. Yeah, righteous gemstones. Yeah. It is uh, back on the HBO, the Hubbo, and we are back. Well, we've been back a couple weeks, but anyway, you get what I'm Married with Channels podcast. Um, make sure you subscribe. Give us a good review on your podcast provider. We appreciate it. Share. Tell your friends. Absolutely. On Twitter at Married W Chans. Until next time, I'm Moose. And I'm Jody. We'll see you later. Bye.